0: Listening to Life of Revival Radio with Pastor Zachary Weber. Hebrews 4 and verse 2 For unto us the gospel was preached, as well as unto them, but the word preached to them did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. Let me read that again. The word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. Was a word preached to them? Yeah. A word was preached to them, but it didn't help them it didn't profit them it didn't do anything in their life at all why because they didn't take the word and mix it with faith hallelujah who knew that verse was in there the word preached to them didn't profit them because it wasn't mixed with faith did i mention someone's going to get a huge financial blessing Hallelujah. Just checking if you're going to mix that with faith or not. Someone says, "I'll believe it if when I see it, pastor." No. You'll believe it and then you'll see it. That's how the word works. That's how prophecy works. Whether it's a it's a uh, a logos word, wh- whether it's a word wrote, whether it's a living word, let whether it's it's a word that the Lord speaks to you personally. Whatever the word from heaven is, whether it's written or whether it's something God promised you. It will not profit you until you decide that you're going to take what God said and mix it with faith and believe it, no matter what the circumstances are, no matter what you feel like, no matter what any person says. Abraham in his old age, God says, you will have a child. He's old, and his wife is old, and her, her womb was barren. She couldn't have children. But God said, man might have said, you'll never walk again. But when God says something otherwise, glory to God. The devil might be saying, you'll always deal with this. Your family might be saying, yeah, that just runs in the family. The doctors might say, yep, that's genetic. But when God says something, you'll be the father and mother of many nations. And Abram took what God said in the Hebrew or in Romans. The Bible says that Abraham, being strong in faith, knew that whatever God said, he was able to bring it to pass. And the Bible says that Abraham's faith, did not weaken, but grew stronger every day. Every day you should feed your faith and starve your doubts. What do I mean by that? Stop fe- stop feeding into any doubt of what God said. Whether it's in his word or something he told you personally. That means you might have to tell some people goodbye. Love you. But every time I'm around you, you speak fear and doubt into my life. Sorry. Because where I'm going, I don't want any doubt around me because I know what God said. He's going to bring it to pass. And the only way it's going to come to pass is not just that God spoke it. The word preached to them did not profit because they didn't Mix it with their faith. That means God can say something, but you never enter in. Why? Because you don't mix your faith with it. Did you hear me earlier? Feed your faith. Starve your doubt and unbelief. Some people, they go, they feed their doubt three hot meals a day. They feed their faith one cold snack a week on Sunday morning with a pastor screaming at them. Amen. Find things that feed your faith. You know how I do that? I find what God, you know, whatever he promised me, I know what he's promised me. Whether it's from the word, healing, I'm saved, hallelujah, I'm free. And so then I find, or whether it's what the Lord promised me here on this field, this land, a building, all of it, the city, Kashakton shall be saved. You know, one, one of the ways I feed my faith? I find other people on this planet who've been where I'm trying to go and I listen to them <laughs> are you with me and I learn from them it doesn't mean they're perfect if they made mistakes I learn from that too are you with me and I go listen to anointed preaching and teaching of God's Word hallelujah Jesus said in Mark 4 be careful What you're listening to, the matter of thought and study you give to the word of God, will be the measure of virtue and power that's given back to you. Amen. So he said, be careful what you're listening to. So I don't just listen to anybody. Someone says, well, I want to get everybody's opinion on this. I don't get everyone's opinion. Some people, I, I care more about their opinion than when I flush down the toilet Because <laughs> this morning. Because if I don't see the word working in their life, what did Paul say? The word of God is, not, he said, the gospel is not just in talking, but it's in power. It's not of wor- wisdom of man. It's in power. He said, "I want to see those people that are causing you problems in your doctrine, not so I can see what they're saying, but I want to see the power or the fruit that's coming out of their life." So I find people in this world who have, who are at the place that I'm the Lord promised me to go to, and I learn from them. That's one of the ways I feed my faith, and I don't listen to any other preacher or any other person. Who comes to me and say, yeah, I remember when I was young like you and I thought I could save the whole world. And then I just found out that, you know, ministry really is, you know, it's not what you think. And you know what I mean? I don't. Hallelujah. I find people specifically who are way older than me, maybe at the end of their life. Never had a scandal, amen. I I find those people and I listen to them. That's one of the ways you can feed your faith. Anointed preaching and teaching of God's word. Another way, obviously, the number one way is fill yourself with the scriptures. Find scriptures pertaining to what you need God to do in your life. Are you with me? If you need healing... I would ask, what are ten scriptures you believe that you're standing on right now that has to do with healing? If you need a healing, and you're memorizing the Book of Lamentations as a project, Amen. Or Leviticus. Well, I mean, I don't know any scriptures on healing, but really, I'm I, mean, I am studying the Word every day. You know, I'm I've been studying the Levitical law, and uh, I'm really been in an in-depth study. That's fine. You you study the Word. Study the show thyself approved unto God. We understand that. However, you know, if you need a healing, take some of that time and find out what the Bible says about healing. Feed your faith. So find scriptures if you need a financial breakthrough. So I'll just sow another seed. Well, you need to water the seed with faith. Did you know seed time and harvest? That works by faith. Every time you give into an offering plate. You know what Oral Roberts said? He said, my biggest mistake in ever when I would give is he said, I wouldn't believe God for something. He said, that was my biggest. He said, I wouldn't before I give, sit and pray before I gave and tell God what I was believing him for. He said, that was my biggest mistake. He said, once I made the adjustment and every time I sowed, I would sow in faith. Believing God for something. And he said, and then I begin to get harvests. He said, otherwise it's like throwing seed out. You know, you're just driving in a car. You're throwing seed everywhere. Amen. Which is fine. Be a giver. There's stuff you're just a giver just to give. But you have to use your faith. Some people are passive. They want a pastor to use his faith on their actions. (laughs) But we can agree in faith. Our faiths can link together, and there's added power to that. But without faith, it's impossible. It doesn't say it's hard to please God. It says without faith, it's impossible to please God. For he that comes to God must believe he is, and he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him out. Well, I believe he is, but you also need to believe he's a rewarder too. Everyone say, my God's a rewarder. I see rewards coming to you as you stand in faith. Can you say amen? The Word did not profit them because it wasn't mixed with faith. Hallelujah. So says, well, Pastor, uh, praise God, I just read the entire Gospels. That's good. Read the Gospels. Read the Word. Eat it, pray it, breathe it, sleep it, walk it, talk it, live it. The Word. However... I'm not even interested in how much head knowledge you have of the word. What is working in your life? Take the word. Take what God said. Mix it with your faith. Can you say amen? Mix it with your faith. Faith counts it done without any proof in the natural. Can you say amen? Faith, the substance. Faith is like the title deed. That's what the Bible says in Hebrews. Now faith is the substance, the title deed of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. But that word will not profit anyone unless you mix it with faith. You could have the number one prophet on the earth come to you, prophesy the will of God over your life, and it can confirm everything the Lord spoke to you about since you were a little boy or a little girl. But the word will not profit you unless it's mixed with faith. Did you know prophecy is even conditional? Who knew this stuff? Someone comes to you, gives you a word. This is what the Lord says. Did you know that that is conditional? If you mix it with your faith. I'll show you more scripture. Don't worry. I know I'm messing with people. Someone says, you're scratching in my kitty litter. It needed to be scratched in. Amen. Hallelujah. Because I believe that you're going to take the land in 2020, in Jesus' name. This shouldn't discourage you. This should encourage you. If you're upset that I'm encouraging you to have faith in God's word, there's a problem. Any message that comes to you that tries to say, you don't need faith in God's word or in his promises, that's a demon. Well, if the Lord said it, yeah, if the Lord said it, it will come to pass, but. The Word did not profit them, not being mixed with faith. Someone says, I know the Bible says that. Yeah, you can know the Bible says that. But are you mixing it with your faith? If you're believing God for healing, I would ask, what what scriptures about healing are you standing on? If you need a healing in your body, you should immediately be able to quote, this is what the Word says. How did Jesus overcome temptation from Satan? What did he do? Jesus came against the devil by saying, It is written, it is written, and it is written. He came against Satan with the word of God. He didn't come against Satan with an opinion. It's not about what you think. It's about what does the word say, and are you mixing that with your faith? Someone says, Well, I don't know if I have faith. Yes, you do. You had to have faith when you sat down that that fold-out chair was not going to collapse on you. Amen. You have to have faith to know that when you put the key in the ignition, you know what's going to happen. It's going to start. The problem is when you put your faith in natural things, those things can fail you. Those things can go out. Sometimes you might put your keys in your car. You know it's going to start, and then... Who's ever had one of those? Thank God... That you can put your faith in Jesus and he'll never fail. Ever. Hallelujah. You do have faith. But you need faith in God. Can you say amen? In fact, I'll just say what Shambach used to say. You don't have any problems. Yeah, I do. No, you don't. You don't have any problems. You just need faith in God. What has God promised you personally? The promised land. Is there something maybe God spoke to you? Maybe God put a dream or a vision on the inside of you. God puts that there so it can be brought to pass by his ability. I'll just say this. If you have a dream or a vision in your heart and it can be brought to pass in your own ability, it's not God. When God puts a dream or vision in you, it's going to be bigger than you. God promises Abraham, you'll be the father of many nations. Yeah, but Lord, my wife doesn't have, she can't have babies, and we're old. But the Bible says that Abraham believed that whatever God promised him, he would bring it to pass. Once again, Hebrews 4, verse 2. But the word did not profit them. The word preached to them did not profit them. Be not mixed with faith. You could have the best preacher on the planet here tonight. And he could preach the best word to you. But did you know you could go home with nothing. Because you didn't take what was preached. And mix it with your faith. So this is just, just pray God will do it. He will but you have to mix it with your faith. You can hear from the best Healing minister on the planet. But if you don't take what he preached and mix it with faith, it won't profit you. You can know this book from Genesis to Revelation. But if you don't take what God's word says and mix it with your faith, it won't profit you. You don't get God's best based off the performance of a preacher. (laughs) Isn't that good news? That the preacher doesn't have to preach and like get you going, click all your buttons the right way, and then if he can get you shouting, then you have it. Did you know someone could just stand here just like the, the early Great Awakenings, they can just stand? I don't believe in being boring. You know, I get excited when I preach. I get, you know, you get passionate. Amen. But the word that comes to you, all you have to do is take it and mix it with your faith and it will be done. Hallelujah. It will profit you. Who's seeing this tonight? That's why I could get filled with the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking with tongues in a church that didn't believe in it and thought it wasn't even right to have. Because God told me one night, go to church tonight. And when I believed God's word, what he told me, and I mixed it with my faith, and I went to church that night in faith, I got a miracle. I was filled with the Holy Ghost and spoke with tongues. <laughs> and I didn't even know what it was other than it was God. But the word God gave me profited me. Why? Because I mixed it with my faith. I could have, the Lord said, go to church tonight three times. I could have just said, no, I won't. And grieve the Holy Spirit by not, Mixing it with my faith. I could have made that choice. Went into my bedroom. Played video games. I'd still be working. at at, You know, bagging groceries to this day. 30 years old. But there comes a point where the ball is in your court. The ball comes to you when you get the word. You got to take the word. And do something with it. Can you say amen? In the same voice that started you out. Will be the same voice that carries you forward. One thing I always try to wait for. I always try to wait for the word of God. I always try my best not to move. And not to do anything. Until God tells me to do something. Because I know the word will profit me. When it's mixed with faith. When God gives you a word. You can take it to the bank. Can you say amen. Hallelujah. Everyone say this. Say, the word will profit me in 2020. In Jesus' name. Psalm 106, in verse 24, it says, The people refused to enter into the pleasant land, for they wouldn't believe his promise to care for them. The Amplified Classic. It says, Then they spurned and despised the pleasant land, They believed not his word, neither trusting in, relying on, nor holding to it. Hallelujah. The NLT, I like how it puts it. The people refused to enter the pleasant land, for they wouldn't believe his promise to care for them. Amen. You know so many people, the Lord promises them something. They start off... And then it gets to a point with God when you're walking with him that you might have to step out of the boat of comfort. And then you got to walk on the water. But when Jesus came walking on the water, and Peter was in the boat, he said, Jesus, if that's you, call me out on the water too. And what did Jesus do? He said, come. And when Peter got out of the boat, He wasn't just walking on the water. He he was walking on the word. Jesus said, come. What what did Peter say? He said, at your word, I'll come. If that's you. At your word. If you say it. If you tell me. Jesus, if you tell me I can walk on that water with you, I'll walk. I'll get out of the boat. And he waited on the word. Probably didn't take long for Jesus to say, come. Come. Hallelujah. A lot of times we think we're waiting on God, and God already said, Come on. Do it. That which I promised you, it's time. So Jesus says, Come. And Peter gets out of the boat. But you know the story. I'm not telling you anything you don't know. He gets out of the boat and he walks on the water, but really he was walking on the word because Jesus said to come. Lord, at your word, I'll do it. If you say it, I'll do it. Come. And he gets out of the boat. So Peter, what does he do? Hallelujah. He doesn't fill up the arm floaties. He doesn't put on the stuff. He gets out of the boat. And he begins to walk on the water. Hallelujah. I believe many on this field. You are going to walk on the water in 2020 in Jesus' name. But you're going to be walking on the word. But I believe God's raising people up in Coshocton that don't just need prayer all the time. But they are an answer to people's prayer. But did you know God has a plan for you? God has a pleasant land. God has a promised land. God has a place for you that there is something you are designed, you are put here to do. You think you're on this field sitting here by accident? Did you know Jesus said that there is someone called the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God who's on the earth, who actively moves on this planet? Did you know Jesus said the Holy Spirit is here and he will lead you? Into all truth. Did you know God's Spirit is constantly trying to lead you to truth? You think you're here by accident? Or are you here because whether you realize it or not, the Holy Spirit brought you here and set you here because he's trying to tell you today, I have a big plan for your life. And if you want to believe me for it, it will be the greatest adventure of your life. God said, I take even the beggar from the dunghill. I set him among princes. He said, your sin might look like scarlet, but I will wash you, make you white as snow, and you'll be forgiven and made perfect in my sight. So this says, I'm not perfect. I I didn't say that, but God can see you in perfect right standing with him because of what Jesus did 2,000 years ago on Calvary's cross. His blood was shed and the price was paid so that you could be made... In right standing with God. Did you know when you come to God and you say, Okay, Lord, from this night I want everything you have for my life. He said, I know the plans that I have for you. Plans to prosper you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. There are plans for your life. There's a book in heaven with your name on it. Of plans that God wrote for your life. And the moment you just acknowledge God and say, God, I'm going to believe you for it, you immediately start walking in that direction. The angels of God go before you, and the Spirit of God leads you on, just like he led you here tonight. It's so easy, but the devil tries to make it so hard and complicate it all, and we have all these books about it, and it's as simple as believing and walking by faith and not by sight. But I believe your story will be different. Your story will not be I refuse to enter because of unbelief. Your story will be in 2020 that I entered the promised land because I believed that God would take care of me. We would love for you to join us at The River Church this morning at 10 a.m. For additional information about our church, you can go on our website at www.therivercoshocton.com. You can also follow us on Facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash TheRiverKoshocton. Hey, this is Pastor Zachary Weber. Thank you so much for listening to the broadcast this morning. I pray it blessed you in some way. Just before we go off the air, I have a very important question to ask you. If you were to die this very second, Do you know for sure, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that you would go to heaven? You know, the Bible says that we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. And the Bible says that the wages of those sins is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And the Bible says that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And you're a whosoever. So I want to pray this quick prayer over you. Father, bless every person listening with a long and a healthy life. Jesus, make yourself real to them and do a work in their heart. And if they have not accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior, I pray that they would do so right now. Friend, as you're listening, if you want to make a decision for Jesus Christ today and receive the gift that God has for you, the free gift of salvation, I want you to pray this quick prayer with me, with your heart and your lips out loud. Just say this with me, say, Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart, forgive me of my sin, wash me and cleanse me, and set me free. Jesus, thank you that you died for me. I believe you've risen from the dead and you're coming back again for me. I confess with my mouth, Jesus is Lord. Come into my heart right now. Now just declare this say, I am saved, I'm forgiven, and I'm on my way to heaven because I have Jesus in my heart. Amen. Now, Father, I pray over every single person who prayed that prayer. Seal them now by your blood and by your spirit that on that day let not one person be missing. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you prayed that prayer this morning, I want you to get a hold of us and let us know. You can go to theriverkoshocton.com under the contact section. You can let us know that you prayed that prayer. It's so important that you tell people that you made a decision for Jesus today. It's also important to get involved in a local church. You can join us this morning at The River Church. Our service begins at 10 a.m. We're located at 51 Pine Street, right here in Coshocton, Ohio. Well, God bless you. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week, 8.30 a.m., right here on Life of Revival. God bless you.